What's up, bitches? It's your boy Brian back for another episode of Bitchin' with Brian. I know y'all ready for it, and I'm definitely ready to give it. Uh, before we get started, though, I definitely want to get these bills paid, get that out the way. So let's go ahead and do that right now so we can chop it up. Bitches, I really appreciate everybody for tuning in and listening to me, keeping up with me. I need one more thing from you guys, though. Whatever platform it is that you're listening on right now, I need you to go ahead and hit me with a like, a rating, a comment, and don't forget to subscribe so that way you're always up to date on when I release that next episode of Bitchin' with Brian. Are you in need of a daily dose of bitching with Brian? Trust me, I understand. With me posting content weekly, the other six days can seem, you know, melancholy, if you will, depressing. So I want to help you remedy that. Go ahead and follow me on Twitter at Bitchin' with Brian. You can also follow my personal Facebook page at Brian Banks. You'll see this gorgeous face smiling right back at you. And if those two aren't an option for you, feel free to follow me on both Instagram and Snapchat at the underscore Brian Banks. That's T-H-E underscore B-R-I-A-N-B-A-N-K-S. I look forward to um, hearing from you guys soon. If you guys want to let me know that you fucking with what I'm bitching about, yes. You guys want to comment things. If you have topic suggestions or you just want to drop a line saying hello, all bitching things will be happening on my social media, yes. I look forward to hearing from y'all soon. All right, all right, all right. So now that I got that out of the way, let's go ahead and dive into um, a little bit of what I want to talk about today. I'm going to do it in the two sections that I've been telling y'all about. First section, we definitely going to talk about politics because that shit has been fire like all the past like two weeks. I originally wanted to do an episode last week, but I knew the Democratic debates was coming up. So I figured I'd just wait. Um, so that way I could watch the debates, gather all the information I wanted to discuss, and then I could present everything to y'all as a whole versus telling y'all, you know, the debate is coming up. So that's what I did. And like I said, that shit was fire. I, I don't know, like politics is my new reality TV show. Like it was, it was just great. I don't know if anybody watched the debates. They had them uh, on two nights. There's a total of 20 Democratic candidates who want to be the actual nominee, um, to run against the, uh, the Republican choice, which I'm sure will be Donald Trump, um, but it was great. So they had 10 uh, on one night. They did two hours. And then they had 10 on the second night. And they did two hours. And, bro, they had some highlights. Like, they was getting in each other's shit. It was so great. Particularly Kamala Harris. That's my bitch, y'all. She, um, I, She's a senator uh, for California, for those who don't know. And I already loved her um, initially anyway, just based on her... Um, her Senate resume, if you will, she, I don't, I told y'all before, <laughs> I watch C-SPAN regularly and she be getting in people's shit. She shows no mercy. She don't care who you are. She was um, a prosecutor. In fact, I believe she was the head prosecutor um, in California and they like, they had the most people. She was over the most people pretty much second only to the United States something she said. I don't really remember. So I guess I shouldn't quote it, but pretty much the bitch is high up. Okay. And she got in Joe Biden's shit. She was like, sir, I don't believe that you are a racist, but how you hang out with racists and you be, you know, you dabbing them up. Y'all at barbecues together. Y'all going to the old town road together. Like, you, you know, you you are like the company that you keep, I guess is uh, what the point she was trying to make. She also made a point to fire his ass up because she went on to say um, that back in his time when he was over, I guess, the... So back in in the day, you know, during segregation, Joe Biden, of course, was still in politics. So he had 
um, a say in those in those laws and the districting and and the gerrymander, all that fun stuff. He was a part of it all. Busing, schooling, education, um, integration into the schools, just all of it. Joe Biden was there because he uh, he has um, such a longstanding career in politics that he had no choice but to be there. You know what I mean? So she went on to say, like, there was a little girl in California who was a part of the second uh, group, the second class, rather, to be integrated into the Berkeley um, school system in California. And she had to be bused. And Joe Biden opposed that busing, according to Kamala Harris. Um, he opposed the busing bill and he he was against he was against them being bused into the white schools. And Kamala Harris was like, that little girl was me. I was the one, you know, who was bused into the school. So, bitch, you over here trying to stop me from getting bused. And she also said, had the segregationists had their way, I would have never been senator, let alone uh, a contender for the president of the United States of America. So I thought it was it was excellent. She got in his, in his shit. Joe Biden was not prepared. Well, ooh, ooh, okay, hold on, y'all. Side note, completely side note. I'm dog-sitting, yes. So Namiria have a little friend. Her name is Nala. They've been getting along, and they're both with me right now because they, they're girl dogs. They love attention. <laughs> um, and one of these bitches just farted. It smelled foul as fuck in here. Who was it? I know it was one of y'all because it wasn't me. Don't turn away. Look, she's going to turn her head. I know it was you. Nasty ass. Ugh. Ugh. Okay. Anyway, um, some of the other things that they discussed uh, were like Medicare for all. Um, That's a big thing that, you know, the, the not the commentators, but I guess the, the hosts of the debate were asking those questions and they were asking about Medicare for all, if people supported that, if they were against it, what was their policy, what was their plan to enact Medicare for all, should they be uh, on the side of it? And if they were against it, what was what would be their policy uh, in lieu of a Medicare for all plan or in lieu of Obamacare, things like that. And, you know, it was just kind of interesting listening to everybody. And look, if they get Medicare for all, I'm like, please, because they're going to fucked around and call a summer cold on some old man shit. I've been sneezing and, and blowing my nose. And that happened the day I turned 25. Who ever heard of a goddamn summer cold? What? Sneezing and sniffling and, and coughing and wrapped up in cover. How dumb as fuck does that look? A fucking summer cold. I support Medicare for me. Look, I don't know how we're going to pay for it, but you can get it done, get it done. That's what they won't be in office for, right? They also talked about uh, the Green New Deal. Um, they want, like, uh, new energy systems to stop carbon emissions because uh, all the goddamn icebergs melting. It's a goddamn shame. All the landlocked um, fucking neighborhoods about to experience a major transformation done fucked around and came up on some beachfront property and shit. Like, so I thought it was very... Um, interesting to hear people speaking on the Green New Deal as a whole. They asked them, what do you believe the greatest existential threat is to the United States today? Uh, you know, some people say Russia, China, but a majority of the candidates on both nights said climate change. So um, I guess it is good to see that they're finally waking up, even though they knew about this, I mean, 50, 60 years ago, but whatever, finally trying to get the ball rolling. So that was nice to see that it was at least mentioned and that all the candidates on both nights were asked about it because uh, I feel like a lot of times they will omit certain questions for certain candidates or because they asked it the one night, they'll ask a little differently the other night, things like that. Um, but I was very um, happy to see that they asked that. Even though, okay, <laughs> which is, um, I guess, makes me a little bit hypocritical because I definitely believe that we contribute to uh, carbon emissions. And I definitely believe that um, the earth is is warming for sure. 
But my trepidation with, I guess, climate change, if you will, is that I believe that this is just a natural phenomenon. And the reason I say that is because most people fail to realize that today, July 1st, 2019, we are in an ice age. That's right, bitches. Today, July 1st, 2019, we are in an ice age. And if you don't believe that or you um, are skeptical to believe that, then I would simply implore you to go and look up the definition of an ice age. To be categorized as in an ice age, you have to have polar ice caps, meaning a north and a south pole, which is what we have, right? So that means by that definition, we are still in an ice age. So you have to understand that before the comet came and wiped out all the dinosaurs and then all the dust went around the earth, which caused us to get into that ice age, there were no north and south poles. Those that didn't exist. That was a, that concept that we live with and we experience daily throughout our lives and our generations. It's not something that the earth had. You know what I mean? So everybody's worried about the water melting and i'm just like yeah it should guys like we we're getting it's gonna get hot this is the temperature that the earth was it was almost unbearable like so i do believe that like i said i do believe we contribute and i do believe that we should find new energy systems um to completely stop our carbon emissions absolutely because then whatever else happens is just a result of the earth and not us however i think one volcano emits more um more carbon than all of us like one volcano can emit tons of carbon when they erupt so uh, we have a whole carbon cycle i don't like i said i believe it's an it can become an issue but i don't believe it's as pressing an issue as they make it um as far as the climate itself now the effects of the climate change absolutely you know things flooding and um people having to be displaced and losing that amount of land and all that fun stuff um, so absolutely, I definitely see that being a, a big deal. But then also, on the other hand, I think about what about Antarctica? Because there's land under there. When that shit melt, everybody going to have to just migrate over there, I guess, which is going to be the start of our next world war. Mark my words, because as of now, can't nobody tell me who owned Antarctica. So when that melt and there's a whole new continent there, fresh and ready to grow stuff, you know, it's got all that nutrients from the water, fresh water at that. My God, not salt water. And then you got all of these seeds and stuff that have just been frozen under there. All the um, any animals that may have died. Like I bet it's just really nutrient uh, rich. And once that ice melts and the climate is um, agreeable, I could definitely see that place flourishing and everybody fighting over it because now we're losing land and those people who have lost um, large portions of their countries will feel that Antarctica should be theirs um, to sort of displace those people that lost their homes or to make up for that land that they lost. I don't know. Anyway, I digress. I didn't really want to get into that, but that's really how I feel. Like, bitches, do some research um, and then come with full, full evidence. You have to definitely acknowledge the fact that we're still in an ice age like that. You, you just have to. Um, what else? Oh, so this wasn't on the debate. This was uh, what I wanted to talk about, I guess, um, a few days before the debate. Trump asked. Um, he was asked by a CNN reporter, I believe it was, um, what he would do if Russia or China or any other foreign country attempted to intervene in the 2020 elections. And Trump was like, you know, I think I he, the the um, reporter asked him, would you listen to them? Like, would you consider what they're saying or would you call the FBI? And Trump was like, I think I do both. And the 
reporter was like, well, according to the FBI director, that's not the case. If you receive any information about anyone from a foreign government, you have to report it to the FBI. According to the FBI, that's what you're supposed to do. That law, all that fun stuff. And Trump was like, no, that nigga wrong. And when I when I watched the whole interview of Trump and being asked the questions, I, I try to place myself in it because I think, I mean, everybody knows Trump is definitely not the best fit. Um, and I'll be the first to say that. However, I do feel that we should try and at least be objective when we look at things. We shouldn't just assume, oh, Trump, bad, auto- automatically, even though I'm sure it's going to be. But you should still offer that benefit of the doubt. So what I did when I listened was I attempted to put myself in the place of Trump if I were being asked those questions. And it was an odd thing because I kind of felt like I would agree a little bit with Trump. Like he said, I think you do both. You know, you listen and you might call um the FBI just sort of depends on what you're told. And I think that, for one, you can't call the FBI unless you've been told. So you have to listen. They, You know, if a foreign government comes and it's like, hey, uh, I'll, let's say I'm running for president. Brian against Trump. Hey, Brian, I got some uh, dirt on Trump for you. You know, I just, hey, by the way, um, Russia said they got some dirt on Trump. Like, or, or I mean, I- all right. I don't know what happened there. Had a little technical difficulties. But I'm back. They can't silence me. <laughs> um, but yeah, Trump ass, he's just a fucking mess, you know? Um, like I said, I would put myself in, in his shoes, if you will. And I felt like I would have to, I need some information to give the FBI. I can't just be like, I, I got a call from Russia. Okay, bitch, you're the president. Like, I would expect you to get that, you know what I mean? So, um, like I said, that was an interesting dynamic for me. Um, I still think Trump is a mess because this nigga just out here, like, basically saying he'll openly cheat. Like, yeah, I'm a cheater. Yeah, that's what I do. Um, but like I said, I do believe that it um, that you do need to listen to certain information. Like I would, I don't know that I would act on that information or that I would offer any other information or um, attempt to solicit that information. But if it was offered to me, then I'm just I'm, I'm all ears. What you got to say? Okay, I appreciate you. Thank you. Then you call the FBI director. Yo, this is what they said about Trump. I don't know if it's true or not. I ain't really trying to hear it, but he called me. He told me this. Boom, bada, bing. There you go. You know? Boom. I don't know. Anyway, enough of the politics. Politics. I wanted to talk um, about fantasy um, because I think so many people are out here living in this fantasy world and they don't realize it. And I think that fantasy is so dangerous because it gives you a false sense of security, a false sense of hope, a false sense of belonging, meaning, all that fun stuff. Um, Just like relationships. If you feel like you like somebody so much, you're just infatuated with them. You have this idea in your mind that y'all are supposed to be together, that you are there for that person. They're there for you. Like y'all chemistry is great. Every time y'all talk, it's awesome. They reach out to you. You reach out to them. You don't feel like it's one-sided in any way, but they're just not interested. Like it's like, nah, like we're friends, that's it. And then you going around with this false ass fantasy, like, oh, well, one day, you know, like one day it's going to happen. Like, it's all right to be a little hopeful, but you also got to, I mean, be realistic with yourself and, and live in reality and realize the reality of situations. So, I mean, you walking around like a damn puppy dog following around people and, and all the while you're missing all your blessings. All, everybody else who wants you, you ignoring because you going after this person who going after somebody else or already got somebody else. What kind of stupid shit is that? I think I'm going to leave y'all with this. I think people should talk to themselves more out loud. 
And I say that for a couple of reasons. One, because if you, well, I talk to myself anyway. People can call me crazy. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to think things through with myself because I know I'm going to have my best interest in heart. So, yeah, we're going to talk about it. Um, so I think you need to talk so you think things through. But also, when you say things aloud, you, I think you process them better. You know, if you say something out loud and it sounds dumb as fuck, then you're inclined to think. That was dumb as fuck. Maybe I shouldn't say that. Maybe I shouldn't do that. Maybe I should rephrase. You know what I mean? So I, I think if, if you're out here doing something or if somebody has told you something and you are just in denial and you're living in this fantasy, call yourself out. You know, you ain't got no text from this person or or you're getting all these and you, you're getting texts from people and you want more and they're not willing to reciprocate it. So you what are you going to keep reaching out looking for that something and you get in fulfillment for that? No, nah, tell yourself. Brian, look how stupid you look. You know, if it's somebody who don't want to deal with you at all and you sitting there texting, you look at your messages and you don't text them 20 times and everything say red, but you ain't got a single reply. That's an issue. Like, ask yourself, are you really stopping it? Look at how many times you have text 20 times. Is this real? Ask yourself because you will know like this is a mess. I'm crazy. I need to stop this. You know, have that conversation with yourself. Debate it out. Talk about it. You know, have an opposing side. One side of you is feeling this way. One side of you is feeling this way. Talk about it. Get it out there. Bring those two sides to one, you know? Yes. People are out here just walking around, stupid looking. Somebody told me the other day, and I, I will keep them completely nameless. Talking about, oh, that's my man. Bitch, no, that, that ain't your man. He don't know you. He don't know shit about you. Don't know nothing about you. He barely know your first name. He don't even say nothing back when you say, hey, but that's your man. Oh, okay. All right. You have fun in your fantasy, your fantasy land. But over yonder, in the real world, yes, things are moving. People are progressing. I need everybody to keep up. Amen. That's how I'm feeling, y'all. Also, too, I told y'all earlier I was dog sitting. Um, I love animals. I will say that dog sitting is like having another kid. Um, having a dog is like having a kid. But then dog sitting is like having another kid there. And it's an interesting dynamic, actually, because... You know, with dogs, they're kind of territorial in their own home at first. So they have to, um, I guess, lay down the law for the other dogs. But for me, I kind of feel like I'm not going to let you bully these kids, dog, you know. So I kind of intervene a little bit. But then also I kind of want to take a step back because it's like this is your house, too. And you do have to let this other dog know that, you know, certain things ain't really about to go down like that. So I think it's an interesting concept, interesting dynamic. I don't know. Anyway. Um, that's going to be all for my episode today, bitches. I plan to have my next episode, episode 15. I'm supposed to do it with my sister Jessica over at Apple City Eats. It's supposed to be like a collab where we can do um, like a video and the podcast. We're still working out those logistics, but that is definitely, I'm pretty sure what the next episode is going to be. I'm pretty sure what we'll plan is that we're going to kind of teach y'all some recipes because none of you hoes can cook. I done seen it on y'all Facebook, putting them trash ass paper plates up, talking about um, Sunday dinner, my ass. So we're going to help y'all out with that, get y'all together. Um, I'm, like I said, we'll do a Facebook live video and we'll also try and get that on YouTube as well. But I'm definitely going to record the podcast while we're making it happen. And we're going to kind of walk y'all through what's going on. Some tips to make sure that your food is always scrumptious and bitching. Y'all know how we do. Anyway, I appreciate everybody for listening. Uh, as always, listen to my ad. Like it said, I need y'all to like, rate, comment, subscribe, repost, all that. Show me some love and fuck with me. Until next time, bitches.